This is In the Know for Monday, June 12, the 163rd day of 2023. There are 202 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Mitchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country, plus your chance to win. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. Got your Bon Jovi T-shirt I on today. Do. Yeah. Uh, you got that Bon Jovi shirt on a uh, anniversary, our first wedding anniversary trip to Las Vegas, Nevada. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. because uh, the the. Uh, the anniversary gift was supposed to be paper yes. and it was tickets to a concert to see. See, I'm remembering all yes. this. The reason I ask is the best places to travel, according to Money Magazine this summer, are, and you have to choose between these oh. Lisbon, Portugal, Atlanta, Barth- Barcelona, Chicago, Dublin, or Fairbanks, Alaska. Which of those are you choosing if you have to choose today? Portugal. Portugal. Absolutely. Okay. Lisbon, Portugal is apparently where we are headed. He is a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Honk Award. He's a two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe, London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley and the Sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Mm, Not too bad. Uh, Reds won the series at the St. Louis this weekend. They did. Two out of three. Well, De La Cruz is just putting on a show, isn't he? He is. He's it's he's living up to the hype so far. He was on base four times yesterday. Scored I saw a couple him of runs. He stretched a double into a triple. He did that in his in his debut. Okay. Uh, and so then, I thought uh, I saw something yesterday where did he have a triple in the game yesterday? No, or he scored over the from weekend? first on a double. Maybe that's what you're thinking of. Maybe. But, uh, no, he's only had one triple. It was back in his debut. He's just so long-legged, too. He's just extremely, he's about six, five, extremely yeah. athletic. So uh, he's uh, he's putting on a show. Uh, during the uh, Red Sox-Yankees game last night that uh, Glaber Torres basically errored to a loss uh, for New York. And, again, I, it drives me crazy. <laughs> and I know you're a Yankees fan, and I'm just – it just drives me crazy that that is like the ESPN Sunday Night Baseball every – and I get, like, why ratings-wise, but I just wish they'd switch it up. Reds haven't had Sunday Night Baseball in a decade. American League East, tough division. Uh, they'll be back in Fenway uh, next Sunday night, so you get it two weeks in a row. Great. During the game, I was seeing – I think I, you were the first person that mentioned to me the new Pixar movie Elemental. Do you know that one? Uh, I have heard of it. I can't imagine it was. I, I mentioned. It I don't. To you, uh, it was new. I don't know. I thought it was odd. So for some reason, I didn't know this movie, and then I saw the trailer for it last night. But then it reminds me. There's. It's coming out this weekend for Father's Day. This movie called Asteroid City is coming out this weekend. Now get this: Asteroid City stars Scarlett Johansson, Tom Hanks, Margot Robbie, Steve Carell, and Jeff Goldblum. Interesting. Talk about a who's who of. Wow. Uh, a video, so yeah, Asteroid City, City this weekend. You anyway. know, Elemental is like a sequel or something to the 
uh, Inside Out? It is a cousin of Inside yeah. Out because they're using the earth elements mm-hmm. as the four instead of the instead of anger and mm-hmm. like all those. It's fire, water, you know. So anyway, uh, but yeah, that comes out this weekend. All right, weather wise, uh, blessed with some rain yesterday. Uh, in our neck of the woods, turned out to be a, a decent amount of rain throughout the evening. Had a couple of big downpours, but then also a couple of soaking rains that lasted for a couple of hours, and that's the type you need when you're borderline on uh, some some drought conditions. Our high today will be under what you would expect for this time of June, 71 behind some clouds. Clouds will slowly start to dissipate later in the day. Tomorrow's high, 80. Now, you see a 20% chance of rain for tomorrow and a 10% chance of rain for Wednesday. That generally is going to be off to our northeast. So when our friends at Wave prepare these weather graphics, they kind of factor those in for their entire viewing area. And the further north you are, the more likely you are to get rain tomorrow or Wednesday. So don't be banking on it. The uh, best chance for rain for us, not again until the weekend, maybe Saturday into Sunday. But after we enjoy this respite from the temperatures today, 80 tomorrow, 84 Wednesday, 89 on Thursday, 89 on Friday. And then your Father's Day looks like a 30% chance of rain and a high of 85. So that's what to uh, expect. Uh, Some of the uh, headlines to pass along to you this morning. An Elizabethtown man is facing... Attempted murder of a police officer and other charges following a four-hour standoff in Hardin County. It happened late last week in the 100 block of Sissy Court on a report of a man with a rifle. The suspect, a 51-year-old Jonathan Harville, began firing several shots toward a deputy. Harville is also accused of shooting at someone in a vehicle as well as shooting at a vehicle a deputy and a resident were using as cover. Deputies deployed a drone, allowing them to track his uh, Harville's movements, and the suspect shot the drone down. The EPD special response team was summoned to the scene and sent tear gas into the home, forcing Harville out of the residence, and he was taken into custody. So there you go. What else to tell you about? A uh, Hart County Sheriff's Office is looking for a man wanted in connection in the overdose drowning death of James Jewell in April. 32-year-old Jewell of Canmer was reported missing by the Hart County Sheriff's Office on April 14. He was last seen April 11 when he was given a ride to a power substation on Glen Lily Road. On April 19, a body was discovered in the Thomas Bend area of Green River by the Hart County Rescue Squad. The next day, the body was identified by the medical examiner's office as that of James Jewell. The autopsy concluded that Jewel's body had no lethal trauma and his death was attributed to acute methamphetamine intoxication with subsequent asphyxia via drowning in the Green River. The investigation showed a 50-year-old Kevin Jewel, James Jewel's cousin, provided the decedent with methamphetamine on or about April 10. So they presented their findings to a Hart County grand jury on June 6. They returned an indictment against Kevin Jewel for second-degree manslaughter and uh, he has multiple outstanding warrants for his arrest. Uh, a northern Kentucky woman has been sentenced to over 30 years in prison in the overdose death of her toddler, 36-year-old Lauren Baker of Ludlow, was formally sentenced to 33 years in prison following her 2-year-old son Jackson dying after he ingested fentanyl as she slept. Baker was found guilty in April of murder, importing fentanyl, and trafficking in a controlled substance, so the sentencing was just recently held into 30 years, over 30 years for the Triple Crown for 2023 has uh, come and gone, and three different horses winning each jewel of the Triple Crown. But perhaps the most notable 
Arch- Archangelo won the Belmont Stakes and made Jenna Antonucci the first female trainer to win a triple crown race. So good for her. She turned a triple crown marred by thoroughbred deaths on the track and threatened by bad air quality from wildfires in Canada. You know, they were not sure how the Belmont weekend was going to go. Uh, she's 47 years of age. She took the lead. Uh, Archangelo took the lead at the top of the stretch, won the Belmont on Saturday, making the 47-year-old Antonucci the first female trainer to win a triple crown race. So good for her. Uh, congratulations to I didn't even know it was even. Ha- I forgot it was even happening until I got a notification saying that she was the first female. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was watching uh, baseball on Fox, and the notification went, "Oh, yeah, they did have a horse race today. They had another horse died at Belmont Park, and it was the second fatality within twenty four hours at Belmont. Happened yesterday. They had one in the thirteenth race, which is two races after the Belmont on Saturday." So this mysterious uh, uh, string of deaths, of equine deaths, is not apparently limited to Churchill Downs. So it's something uh, broader than that. Well, going into the weekend, we were uh, charged up about LSU, uh, UK's trip to LSU, playing the Tigers in Baton Rouge for the only the second trip to the Super Regional for UK in school history, and they were looking for their first win in a Super Regional in school history, and they did not get it. Now, Saturday was marred with some, I don't know if it was gamesmanship, I don't know, the game was scheduled for 2 o'clock, and it didn't start until about 9 o'clock, and doesn't seem like the UK side of the equation was very happy about the delay. Yeah, I think your they, takeaway? They, they, were, they were not thrilled because it... They were delaying it for rain, and I know even like Chris Bailey from I think KYT in in, in Lexington. He he was he made a tweet saying something like, I, "I've looked at the radar, and they're in a storm within fifty miles or or something." And it was it was weird. I think how, that's the only way to describe. So, it. but have we figured out how it could be to LSU's advantage to delay? So the the conspiracy theorists say, if you like the good conspiracy theory, says that their starting pitcher is was really, I mean, he is really good. He's going to be maybe the maybe the first player picked right. in the draft. And the thought process is, is it'd be harder to see him you under the lights, see his pitches than in the daylight. Huh. That's right. that's the, if you're wanting to jump into the conspiracy theory. I thought it could have potentially been rest, like a few more hours rest. I don't really Might know have that. bought them some, so I, I didn't. But it if didn't, anything... Well, I guess no. Both teams played on Monday, so I yeah, I don't know that that really has much of an impact. It didn't really make any difference because LSU just lit up the Cats. What fifteen to nothing? Something like that. Yeah, fifteen, fourteen, fifteen. I stopped to nothing following it after it was about ten nothing. It was seven to nothing from the jump, pretty much. Like almost immediately, I first look, it was seven to nothing. I was like, well, okay, I guess that's a foregone conclusion. And then yesterday, um, yeah, it was it was I mean five to three, but. It was pretty convincing eight. for LSU. It was eight to three. They scored three in the ninth. Oh, made I got it eight you. To three. So that's the last time I saw the score was before that. So good season for the Cats. They definitely overachieved for what was uh, expected. So uh, good for them. LSU's got a really good chance to to win it all, wouldn't you think? Yeah, I mean they're the fifth team in the nation for a reason. Yeah, uh, but I think probably Wake Forest is the favorite. Florida's really good. Oral Roberts is an outsider. Oral yeah. Roberts gets to the College World Series. Wake Forest, LSU, Virginia. Uh, all in there. So, anyway, so 
went to L.A. via Omaha. Boom, boom, da, 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 da. Martin Truex Jr. surged to his fourth career Sonoma Raceway victory out in California yesterday. With a, It's always weird to see uh, NASCARs on a road course. And they were again yesterday. And uh, no, uh, Jokovic won his, I think his 23rd Grand Slam title yesterday, won the French Open. So congratulations to him. And I read an, uh, I, I, I guess it's ironic. A family in Los Angeles found a million pennies while they cleaned out the home of their father who passed away. The massive pile of coins was discovered in a crawl space in the home of the immigrant from Germany. The family's theory is that he started gathering the coins after the U.S. shifted from making pennies out of copper to instead using zinc during the Second World War that he hoped to make a profit out of the value of the metal. The man's son-in-law, John, says they have literally been untouched for decades, and I think that's the super unique part of it. So $10,000 in U.S. currency value but they've priced them at $25,000. Because of the copper? Because of the copper, but more importantly, they think on the speculation market that if you have a million pennies, there is a reasonable chance there might be a rare one in there that could oh, yeah. be worth millions. So I guess if you're a coin collector and you you know deal in these types of things, you might say, I'll take $10,000 U.S. valued pennies for $25,000 betting. Yeah. Plus, they're it's already like, gathered. Right. Like the storage wars thing. Yeah, exactly. And there might be a, a, a hidden gem in there somewhere. But, man, trying to go through. They couldn't find a bank that would cash them in. So then they put them on the market because no bank wanted to deal with a million pennies. Mm-hmm. And I don't either, by the way. Got to get to a break. We'll come back more on the way here on In the Know. Today is Superman Day. The Man of Steel. What uh, created... In 1933 by Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster. So um, since 2013, on the date of the release of the film Man of Steel, is why we are celebrating Superman Day. It is Automotive Service Professionals Day. (laughs) So thank you to uh, Grease Monkeys around the world. I have to share. So on our way in this morning, yes, Alea, she says there's so many autos. And I said, what? She said, you know, auto everywhere. So she everywhere, like you go by, there's like auto sales. Auto, I said like auto, like short for automobile. Cause I was a little bit confused. Yes. So, and of course we go keep going or whatever she says, there's even auto body. <laughs> right? right. And so I explained what that was, but interesting catch. Yes. I mean, that's yeah, uh, that was I, our conversation yeah, this morning. I mean, we do that we don't pay any attention to that. But, but if you uh, think about how many we pass, I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot. That's a very astute assessment for uh, young Alea Elizabeth. It is peanut butter cookie day. It is jerky day. wish jerky wasn't as expensive as it is. It really it, They is, do like it. Right? They, they think a lot of it, don't they? Uh-huh. I don't. My granddad used to make jerky all the time, uh, and boy, it was good. And it wasn't that cheap, thin stuff. Like, these were jerky, like, mm-hmm. was like um, two, you know, the candy sticks, the round, like, peppermint candy sticks. That, oh, it was like, talking about Slim Jims. It was like, two, well, it would be like two Slim Jims wide uh-huh. in a like, kind of a rectangular format. That that was, and they were kind of even wider than that. Because I don't know that, you, is, is a Slim Jim jerky? 
I don't. Yeah, probably they put it in like that the category, redheaded stepchild. But it's not technically because like that's the, the only cheap form of jerky that you yeah. can get. The word jerky is derived from the Spanish word sharky, C H A R Q U I, which came from Quechua, which is a Native American language meaning to burn meat. You can use almost any type of meat to make jerky, although beef is the most popular. You can find fish, moose, kangaroo, even turtle jerky. Squirrels make a jerky, too. Really? Wait a minute. Squirrels make the jerky, or you can make jerky out of squirrels. Red squirrels have been seen hanging fungi out to dry between tree branches. Okay. (laughs) Oh, no, right. Uh, she's like Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. She heard us mention her name, mm-hmm. and so now she's uh, at the window trying to see what she can <laughs> see what she can learn. Uh, Southwest Airlines is starting its holiday prep early by releasing its flight schedule through January seven of next year. Now's the best time to go ahead and make your arrangements if you know you've got uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's travel. You can use Southwest low air, uh, low fare calendar to decide where it is that maybe you want to go. Do you need to fly Southwest to your Thanksgiving holiday? No, no, I, no, stay, women can stay pretty low to the ground for uh, our, our maybe you can use your drone. Travel. Yeah, yeah, I could, I, I, I could definitely do that. I don't think it will carry the mashed potatoes. Oh, that's true. It won't. Uh, I don't know that you want to carry your turkey fryer up that way either. <laughs> that's true. I, by the way, I, I, uh, I was talking about today being Jerky Day and Auto Service Professionals Day. Uh, I also am reminding you, Sunday is Father's Day. So in case anyone needs a a friendly reminder, 57% of dads call Father's Day their favorite day of the year. What was that percentage? 57%. Yeah. Hmm. That's odd. I don't think I would put it as my favorite day of the year. No, I I mean, I'm not, I'm not a father, but I can't imagine that if I was, that would be a. Listen, I feel like there's a lot, lot better days in the year. Now, I I know that mothers and fathers are equal, but not same. Got it right? Not not the same, but equal in importance. But you moms do have to admit, you all make out like bandits on Mother's Day compared to fa- what fathers get on Father's Day. Is that fair? I think men are a lot harder to shop for. I don't I don't disagree with that at all. But I mean, you know. Just just think about what your church service is gonna be like this Sunday, you know, compared to like Mother's Day. I mean Mother's Day it's like woo, they're they're busting at the seams and everybody's dressed up and ba da 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 and fathers are like, Well, here's a do be a good father, and here's a pocket knife. Or a tie. Now, get back out there. Wallet. I'm just telling you. Is it, isn't that true? Do you feel cheated? No, I, I really don't. But I do, think it's an, I do think it's an accurate assessment that Mother's Day is... Father's Day, hey, it's Father's Day. What's it like again? <laughs> you know. <laughs> According to a survey... We need that uh, on a drop. <laughs> the average person plans to spend a record $196 on dear old dad for Father's Day this year. I don't think so, Tim. 
up from 171 last year. 40% will be getting their dad something practical, like socks or a toolkit. Other top gift ideas for dad this uh, Sunday include, in order, a meal outing, dinner, brunch, clothing, gift cards, electronics, personal care items. Nearly one-third of those celebrating Father's Day are planning to give a gift of experience, such as tickets to a sporting event or concert. In a survey, the top five gifts that dad said they don't want are in order clothing, books, and CDs, greeting cards, personal care items, and gift cards. I mean, so the stuff you're getting. C- CDs, especially. I mean, when? That's right. Do you, when was like, this study? I couldn't tell you the last time I bought a CD. No, in fact, recently I heard of someone. Someone said that someone buys CDs and like, they're still buying CDs? Like, who's buying I guess, CDs? I guess my, like, I have a gaming system. I guess I could probably play a CD through that. But other than that, I don't have a way to play a CD. Yeah, I don't I don't have a CD player in my truck. Oh, no, yeah, I don't. Def- I definitely I don't in my, my car. car. I, I have not received anything um, from... I've not received anything from the children, but I have received Father's Day gifts already. Oh, this is a good point, though. That is a very good point. And in the rest of the comment that you can't see. Oh, but okay, but but now I, I would also like to point out I have it on good authority yes. that while Alea was in school, yes. she has my Father's Day gift already as a result mm. of school. And I cannot wait. So so nice try, Leanne. <laughs> But in some cases, yeah, I guess it depends on the teacher. Yeah, Miss or... Miss Amy was thinking ahead. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so uh, so allegedly, yeah, reportedly, I don't know that I ever made a Father's Day gift in school. Yeah, I don't think I did. I we definitely probably made Mother's Day gifts. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, in fact, day. I even remember one that we made, and I don't. My mom probably still doesn't have it, or she has it packed away. As we did, it was like a plant, like ceramic jar with like beans in there, and we put pens. And, like, wrap the pens up to look like flowers. So it looked like it was a fake flower Aww. jar, but it was actually pens. Mm-hmm. I wonder, how, yeah, many, I wonder how many handprint projects your mom has from your school days. I don't, I, <laughs> hopefully she doesn't have many of them anymore. Yeah. Uh, see, the thing is, is my, my dad, very good at art. My older brother, very good at art. Me, It's just your handprint, Sam. I probably still found ways really to screw it up. That up. Well, I mean, well, you can you can. You didn't. Them. You never. I mean, it wouldn't be a Mother's Day project, but surely you made the old turkey handprint turkey. Yeah, probably <laughs> I mean, at least yeah, one I or mean, two. Gobble gobble. Uh, Monster cereal introduces Carmella Creeper as their first new character in thirty-five years. So, Monster cereal is this Booberry and all those. Mm-hmm. So, Aww. Monster cereal uh, has. Added a new spooky cereal and character to its lineup of Halloween haunters with the debut of Carmella Creeper. Carmella is the long-lost cousin of Frankenberry. Okay. Is a zombie DJ with an edgy sound who is always the life of the party. I this can is get on like board with this. Apple Jacks meets Fruit Lo- or meets uh, meets Lucky Charms. Probably, yeah. yeah. So they're really trying to hip this up, right? Because I like it. I mean, the old the old monster characters are a little bit Count Chocula, a little bit. Oh, I guess they've tried to hip them up somewhat, but you know, bringing like a 
monster DJ with a cool Carmella Creeper name. Right? I guess that's designed. I'm sure Filet would see that. She'd be all in. To, yeah, I'd say by the end of the show today, we there could be an announcement. She knows what her Halloween costume is. <laughs> she hasn't already decided. <laughs> no, I mean she. But there's the chance. It's open to whenever mm-hmm. she decides. Netflix signups rise over 100 percent after password sharing crackdown. Signups for Netflix have risen over 100% since they've been cracking down on password sharing. Earlier this year, the streaming service announced details of its password crackdown, making it impossible to use one account in several locations. The rule then came into force last month with Netflix receiving major backlash from existing subscribers, but apparently also several people deciding they can't live without it, so time to start paying for it. Netflix has experienced a large rise in signups with the with the days between May 25 and 28, shortly after the May 23rd announcement. On those days, 73,000 new users signed up for Netflix, which is a 102% increase wow. on the previous 60 days. So they flushed out those people that said, yeah, I need to get my own account, and then we'll see from there. (laughs) Well, if Leanne was trying to confirm that I was correct, it would be the first time in our long history. I mean, we go back 40 years of of schooling that... So I I appreciate that she was trying to prove Mm -hmm. me correct. First time for everything, right? It is the first time for everything, (laughs) without a doubt. Um. In the fast food space, there are what I would call the icons of the burger joint. You know, you've got the cat daddy of them all. You've got McDonald's. You've mm-hmm. got uh, Welcome to Kang Burger. You can have your way, but don't make it crazy. You've got Wendy's. You've got, I guess you put Hardee's in that category. Uh, you got, I don't, can't figure out like DQ, DQ is burger joint, but DQ's always got, also got Chicken. ice cream. So, you know, they got various things. And then over in the chicken category, you've got the granddaddy of them all being KFC, but then you got the Lord's chicken, you got Popeye's, <laughs> you got, um, you got wow, Lee's famous recipe, whatever. Then you got a couple Zaxby's of fish joints. Yeah, Zaxby's good one. You got a couple of fish joints. But historically, in the Southwest cuisine, nobody really wanted to take on Yokiro Taco Bell. Like they were kind of in there, they had the market cornered. You had some also rans out there that would try various places, but they were just kind of they they just kind of said this is our corner of the block. Mm-hmm. Come at us if you got to you know mm-hmm. if you've got the if you've got the juice, bring it. Well, then what happened was the Mo's and the Chipotle's and the Right. Who's the other one? Qdoba. Qdoba. They kind of like started nibbling around the edges. Yeah, and they're like, like that next level up. That's exactly yeah. right. They're but like they what said five guys we, is to McDonald's. We can't yeah. tell you. We can't sell you a seventy nine cent Mexi melt, but we can let you build your own burrito. And we got Pico, mm-hmm. and we got all this other stuff. Which I don't want to do. You don't want to build your own? No. You don't even want to see that's, them build it? I mean, it. no. Mm, that's delicious. But though. now a regional Just regional taco me. chains will soon be taking over the United States, 
And if you think about where Mexican cuisine has come from in the last 20 years, I saw the LeBron Taco Tuesday commercial yesterday where they were basically mm-hmm. saying, you can't trademark Taco Tuesday. And it was mm-hmm. a So you got Taco John's, which is developing into the space. They're becoming more uh, regionally known. You got Del Taco, which uh, is regional across the country. You've got Rusty Taco. You've got Capital Tacos. You've got Taco Cabana. You have chronic tacos. That sounds okay. Good. I don't want the rusty taco, but I'm interested in the chronic. Chronic taco. tacos. Yeah, like what you got going there? Uh, Bubacoos burritos. Maybe that's Bubacoos. Bubacoos burritos. Torchies tacos. I've heard of that. Ponchero's Mexican grill. Uberito. Tacombi. And Fuzzy's Taco Shop are all regional brands that are making a play to uh, be more readily known nationally. Hmm. All right. There's a Georgie's not too far from us. There's a, there is. In southern Indiana. So can you believe that we've gone all this time where basically the taco shop has been Taco Bell, or in our area, Taco John's, is sort of known. But it's been pretty much just Yokiro. But in the next 10 years, can you imagine there would be Ten taco shops. There may be more taco shops than there would be burger joints. I am not going to complain. You're not going to complain about that? No. I very much enjoy. Okay. Well, it's just uh, it's a it's a game changer. And then in case you missed it, a driver has been slapped with a speeding ticket fine of $129,544. A very specific amount. How fast was he going? Uh, 82 kilometers per hour in a 50 kilometer per hour zone. So, but in Finland, they base your fines based upon your income. So it's a percentage of your tax filings. They use that formula to decide how much your speeding ticket fine is because it's relative, like it needs to hurt everyone equally. And so he coughed up $130,000. For speeding ticket. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Your chance to win. Coming up here on In the Know. Did you know Crayola is a French word that means oily chalk? Crayola is a French word that means oily chalk. One of my favorite episodes, I guess it was probably Reading Rain, but I'm not really sure. One of the PBS program is what, and they've showed it multiple times, like how how crayons are made. Mm-hmm. I've and the not Crayola. Seen that. You have? Uh, no, I've not seen. Oh, that. it's really cool. Mm. Yeah. You ever? Uh, I have seen how they're unmade. Like if you leave a pack of them on the dashboard of your car mm-hmm. in a hundred degree heat, and then you come back out to yeah. what they look like, they they don't look the same. Speaking no. from experience, um, <clears throat> I've probably seen it done at some point in time. I don't know that I was ever the culprit of that, but. Uh, nonetheless, <laughs> here's today's water cooler question. Your chance to win. What did we give away on Friday? I can't remember. Uh, I have it written down as Beach Bin. Beach Bin. All right. Uh, Holiday World today. If you can solve the water cooler question, if you've not won in the last, th- you or someone of your household have not won in the last 30 days and you're 18 years of age or older, you qualify to win. And you will text your answer to 270 259 6000. 270 259 6000. And here's the question. of women do this compared to 7% in 1950. 75% of women do this compared to uh, 7% in 1950. 
text your answer to 270-259-6000. 75% of women do this compared to 7% in 1950. I bet Sam knew it immediately. Sam, did you start writing immediately? I wrote one answer down, but I'm not sure that I'm right. I have two. We both have the same one. All right, the weekend box office, Transformers, Rise of the Beasts, edges out the Spider-Verse. Transformers, number one, was $60.5 million. Spider-Man at two with $55 million. The Little Mermaid with $22 million. Guardians of the Galaxy at four. And The Boogeyman at five. That's how it went down at the weekend box office. I think old Yukon went and saw Transformers over the weekend. Yes, he did. Yeah, so huh. uh, I think uh, he told me they were having a dad-daughter date. Oh, yeah, I think I saw a photo of it. Maybe? The, maybe I dreamed it. I don't know. Uh, no, you saw a photo. I'm sure you saw a photo. I said maybe I dreamed it, and then I thought, if I'm dreaming of Cornelius, we've got problems. <laughs> <laughs> you could be dreaming of Gracie. That'd be okay. Yeah. <laughs> the Crown uh, doing something neat for the a tribute for their upcoming season to Queen Elizabeth II. Claire Foy. And Olivia Coleman will be returning for a special Queen Elizabeth tribute. The two former stars of the Netflix Crown are set to return for a special tribute to the late monarch. Also, uh, Claire, Amelda, and Olivia will all unite for the planned tribute. And then uh, Viola Pritijan will also be part of the tribute, and she will portray Elizabeth as the Princess of York during World War II before her coronation in 1953. So they they've used Claire Foy to do some of the early origins of Queen Elizabeth II, but they've got another actress who is going to specifically play that role. Now, I don't I I got to say this. When I see the new when they went from Claire Foy and they moved to Olivia Coleman, I thought, well they don't look the same. They don't look similar. But they pull it off beautifully. Like, like once the season starts, I don't pay any attention that she looks different than the previous actress who played the queen. Because when you reign for 75 years, you're going to age a lot in that process. And so, anyway, I thought it was well done. Um, I didn't think they had to worry about somebody that looked exactly like three or four actresses that looked exactly the same that could play the part. You see, I've never seen it. Brian, I think you'd enjoy it uh, when you uh, eventually you'll have some time. And I think you'll you'll I also I think up. I also think, Sam, that you will probably enjoy it more once you know what the full bite is, because they're still making seasons that yeah, see, once I, you know, there's four seasons like, OK, I'll watch four seasons. I like to watch two when I know that the show is done. I'm, I'm too impatient. Mm hmm. I, I didn't read what it had said. I didn't see it either. But uh, yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's her idea book. Oh, no. Well, sh- should be full by now. Well, yes. yes. Brian, Brian Cranston wants to clarify his retirement comment from last week. Says that uh, he, he is planning on retiring in 2026, adding that he will shut down his production company, sell his half of Mezcal business, Dos Hombres, and move with his wife, Robin uh, D'Arden, to a foreign country. After his comments went viral, he shared a follow-up statement explaining that he's just going to hit the pause button when he turns 70 in 2026. So maybe he's uh, stepped back off the ledge just a little bit. Now, on Friday, I saw, I I didn't look at it. 
uh, to investigate. But on Friday, did I see someone from the cast of Breaking Bad passed? It was a it was a name, and they were fifty one or fifty two years of age. Oh, I, I, but I didn't. If rec- that's the truth, then I missed that. I didn't I recognize, that and I didn't know what character they played. But I knew it wasn't Cranston because obviously Cranston is sixty eight, so it's going to be someone. Um, Someone in the cast that was younger. But I think that happened on Friday. Also learning that the White Lotus creator says they may make a prequel series based on Jennifer Coolidge's character, Tanya. Oh, okay. So they're going, you know, they're going forward with White Lotus. But I do think that she is a character with enough character. Oh, I love her. That <laughs> to walk that back to what led her to, you know, she's the only constant. I wonder if she's going to be more like Stifler's mom so, in the prequel, right? I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe it's a possibility, but Love it. anyway, they got a nice little franchise going there. So for them to do uh, to do that would probably be popular. He appeared in three episodes. He oh. he works at. He's a character that, and I don't want to say anything because it does. If you haven't watched the show, if you're watching it, it does kind of give a look. Not really a huge spoiler, but Enough. you can give it a Google. Yeah, gotcha. Well, so it's also one of those things. If it were a major celebrity or a major... It wasn't Brian Cranston. Yeah, if it was Walter White, they wouldn't have said Breaking Bad actor dies. They would have said Brian Cranston. So Mm -hmm. the fact that they didn't list his age, the notoriety was for the show, not for the the actor. Uh, You mentioned the drone earlier. Tom Brady knocked Mr. Beast's drone out of the air with a football thrown off of a $300 million yacht. Boy, Tom Brady has lots of fun at sea. He throws Super Bowl trophies around. He throws footballs around. Have you seen it? No, I've not I have seen not the video. Seen, I have not seen the video. But they took a drone out and they stationed it however many yards out over the water and said, "I bet you can't hit that drone." And Brady takes a football and hits it and knocks it into the water. And I mean, that's the thing. for these for an NFL quarterback. That's probably not that. If, I mean, you got to imagine that he's used to fitting it into tight windows. That's probably nothing. Is he the the Brady that is in the dumb uh, rental car commercial? Yes, Tom, Tom Brady's in a rental I car. Think, is I think that he's... not the dumbest commercial you've ever I think, seen? I think I if I'm yeah, yeah. And he, he ends up with a hybrid and he's going to like it's a it's a game show type yeah, well, commercial. Maybe, maybe I'm thinking of something. Anyway, it is dumb. Huh, it's it. it's it's a Brady. So yeah, all right, uh, and it's not Wayne Brady. <laughs> you get the, do you get them confused, Tom Brady and no. Wayne Brady? Are, are, they, are they related? <laughs> no relation, as Forrest Gump would say. And Lil Wayne admits he can't remember his own songs due to memory loss. Well, I mean. That comes kind of from the well-duh category uh-huh. story today. We're not surprised, Lil Wayne. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. We'll figure out our winner. we got chart toppers, pearl of wisdom, point to ponder, and more coming up here on In the Note. MB's point to ponder for today. What was the first thing you saved up to buy? What was the first thing you saved up to buy? It took me a while to come up with my answer. And I'm not sure it's the correct answer, but it's the one I came up with and went, okay, so... This is this is it. So I, but I very vividly remember that when I was, I got a, a ten-speed bicycle for my twelfth birthday, I think something like that. Uh, but then a couple of years later, I wanted a tennis racket, and I wanted a very specific tennis racket. 
And so apparently it was up to me to come up with the money for the tennis racket. So I remember taking some money, and I also remember uh, selling my bicycle to a friend of mine so I could come up with the money to buy this uh, particular tennis racket and tennis gear. Because Toby and I got into heavy into playing tennis during uh, while at the ballpark in Caneyville behind the school. So I'm going to go with tennis racket. Probably an iPod. Okay. Right. See, I don't know. I mean, the, the things that come to my mind, I don't know. I mean, I didn't buy my first apartment. I, I mean, I, I guess the purchase of... I don't know, car insurance. I mean, all those things I had saved up for before I graduated high school. So okay. I don't know that. You saved up for freedom? Pretty much. <laughs> I bought my freedom. You saved, yes, sir, you, I did. At 17 you, years old. You saved up for adulthood? I sure did. Get me <laughs> on right. out of here. All mm-hmm. right, I got yep. it. So I'm sure everybody has a different answer. Now, I also, you know, I had a pretty good bubblegum enterprise when I was in elementary school. Oh, yeah. So there were probably some things I was saving up for that, you know, went. So I just, but I just can't remember what they were. So I just, but I vividly remember uh, the the tennis racket. All right. The water cooler question was 75% of women do this compared to 7% in 1950. And it is dye their hair. Mm. Color their hair is the correct answer. So if you skim down mm-hmm. through the correct entries we probably had several of those one to 12 one to 12 i'm gonna go nine nine lucky nine eight thousand one eight thousand oh oh one eight thousand i really thought spank or disciplined kids was going to be up there because you know back in the day everybody the mamas were like you just wait till your dad gets home oh you said yeah mom that was my second one that was my first guess yeah, there you go. Uh, on TV tonight, Hey Yahoo on the Game Show Network is the premiere. Contestants try to predict the most common Yahoo search answers. That might be fun. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd want to do it with Yahoo, but anyway. But good for Yahoo to kind of try and stay relevant. Stars on Mars on Fox. Buffalo Soldiers fighting on two fronts on PBS. The NBA Finals game number five, Heat at Nuggets, Miami at Denver. I'm sorry, that one always gets me. Heat and Nuggets possibly, together. Like, uh, well, heat up your Nuggets. Say, I was going to say possibly two more games after this one, but this that's not going seven games, is it, Sam? Well, I mean, yeah, this this could be it tonight. Yeah, yeah it's... Uh, today's highlight in history, this date, 2016, is the anniversary of the Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando. In 1630, Englishman John Winthrop, leading a fleet carrying uh, carrying Puritan refugees, arrived at Massachusetts Bay Colony, where he became its governor. Virginia's colonial legislature adopted a Declaration of Rights, this date in 1776. And Frank was given a diary for her 13th birthday, this date in 1942. She put it to pretty good use. 1967, the U.S. Supreme Court in Loving versus Virginia unanimously struck down state laws prohibiting interracial marriages. President Reagan issued his famous open this gate, tear down that wall statement in Berlin, this date in 1987. Nicole Brown Simpson and Ronald Goldman were killed this date in 1994. 
President Reagan's body was buried, uh, was sealed inside a tomb in his library in Simi Valley, this date in 2004. Birthdays today, sportscaster Marv Albert is 82, Timothy Busfield is 66, Finesse Mitchell is 51, Robin is 44, Chris Young is 38. The singer, Robin. Rockin' Robin? I don't think it's Rockin' Robin. I think it's more R&B Robin. Hmm. Gone but not forgotten, George Bush, 41. 40, 41st president of the United States, born this day in 1924. I didn't think W had died yet. Anne Frank was born this day in 1929. I guess you're not surprised to hear that. And Jim Neighbors was born this day in 1930. It's just hard to believe from Gomer, you know, surprise, 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 to what when he would sing back home again in Indiana at the Indy 500 was like, that's the same person? <clears throat> And uh, Jim Neighbors, he used his, uh, he apparently used his Gomer Pyle money to retire to Hana. He lived uh, on Maui. He lived on Hana until uh, he died. Not a bad move. No, there's worse places to be. <laughs> little remote. The road there can make you a little queasy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're not careful. Plan accordingly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Chart toppers. This. Date in 1953. You said you wanted to go to Lisbon, Portugal, of your yes. choices earlier in the yes. show. From 1953, the Les Baxter Orchestra was number one with April in Portugal. My parents are going there next year. They are? Really? Yes. Via cruise or going straight there and then touring on their own. That I, I can't remember. I wonder if I can lose enough weight by that time to fit in one of their suitcases. <laughs> I'm fine. I'd say you probably can. <laughs> Adele may say, ah. <laughs> like, Get uh, out. 1962. Ray Charles. I've made up my mind to live in Let's go to 1971. Like the Carpenters, weird. number one. Rainy My days and Mondays. Hanging around. Nothing to do but frown. Rainy days and Mondays always get me down. Know what gets me down? That song, On a Rainy Day, that is a Monday. Oh, I guess you only have two out of three today. It looks rainy. It does. Even though it's not. Uh-oh. I see this. Oh. <laughs> 1980. Lips, Inc. and Funky Town. Gotta move on. Ah, you'll like this one. Okay. Let's go to 1989. Bobby Brown, number one. With every little step. So in the old days, Rick and Bubba used to have a guy named Jim the Crazy Sign Man who stood outside their studio every day with signs, just in the signs. So we got Jim the Crazy Sign Man today on the show. Bobby Brown, Every Little Step, number one in 1989. 
Janet Jackson, I Get Lonely in 98. Summer Love, Justin Timberlake in 07. And Justin Timberlake, Can't Stop the Feeling, number one in 2016. So here are your chart topics. Gosh, for that old, wow. Yeah, it's uh, hard to believe. MB's Prolo Wisdom for today. The difference between green, uh, greed and ambition is a greedy person desires things he isn't prepared to work for. The difference between greed and ambition is a greedy person desires things he isn't prepared to work for. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here next time for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know. <laughs>